0: A few years ago, I got the idea that I wanted my own brand for women to sell women's clothing and lingerie, but I had no idea where to get started. But then I found Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is your no excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design, Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. One of the biggest obstacles for a first-time shop owner like me is having no e-commerce experience, but Shopify simplified everything so much that the site has become the least of my worries. From the graphic design aspect to making customer service super easy on my end, there's nothing you can't do. They give you everything you need to take control of your business, even as a beginner. Sign up now for a $1 per month trial at Shopify.com slash ForTheGirls, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash ForTheGirls now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash ForTheGirls. Life doesn't happen biweekly, weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with EarnIn. EarnIn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access, Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Settling is not an option for Everything me. I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? <laughs> because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today, we are talking about self-fulfilling prophecies. Now, if you don't really know what that means... It's basically having your limiting beliefs manifest and come to fruition. It's literally all of your negative thoughts, all of your insecurities coming to the surface and becoming your reality right before your eyes. So if you have a lack of confidence in something right now and you are telling yourself that lack of confidence is basically... The reality of the situation then it is it will be the reality of the situation so this topic came to my mind because i was talking with a coaching client about a guy that she's interested in and she was super nervous to make the first move or to show interest, and generally speaking, one of her biggest fears with guys as a whole is just being nervous and having a nervous energy and showing the insecurities and showing the anxiety and not really getting to be herself because she is putting forward a really nervous energy. And where do you think that stems from? A fear of rejection. And this doesn't have to only apply to romantic settings like dating or whatever else, but a fear of rejection around any topic has us entering situations with a lower vibrational energy. It has us operating with insecurities and doubt and confusion at the forefront. It has us unable to be our true selves and to put forth our best energy because we are operating with the energy of anxiety. Even if you don't have like true diagnosed anxiety that you're medicated on or anything of the sort, we can still have feelings of anxiety and that anxious mindset when we have a fear of rejection leading the way. And having this conversation with her brought me all the way back to my first episode of For the Girls called We Don't Match Energy, We Maintain Ours. And that one was a little bit different. Like that was about not lowering your standards. That was about really maintaining your values, beliefs, morals, your passions. It's almost like don't make yourself smaller to match somebody else's energy. Don't minimize your desires and don't start putting them on the back burner because somebody else wants something different and you want to match their energy. Keep maintaining yours. Stay true to you and this way what you want will find you. The things that you desire will make their way to you when you keep them as a priority and you maintain that sort of energy. And even if we are discussing maintaining your energy in a different way, it all still applies because what came to me now was if you don't maintain your energy and say that your energy is someone who has tons of desires and you're hyper and you're excited and you love life and you're happy and whatever and you're this really like smart funny quirky person but when you're nervous around a guy and you lead with that fear of rejection you become a lot more reserved you become more quiet You lower all of those desires and you don't really want to put out that hyperness and that quirkiness and you don't really show how funny you are because you're kind of anxious and all that. When that happens, you have to remove your fear of rejection because you personally aren't even being rejected. Think about this. They are rejecting, if they even do, if they reject you at all, they are rejecting A version of you that is not the true essence of your being. So what I was telling my client was, wouldn't you rather completely be yourself, maintain your energy to the highest level, lead with your strengths, lead with your best qualities, and let them reject that version of you. Because then at least you know They don't like you for you. And you are not a match. Which means that you won't want to be with them either. Rather, when you do the opposite of that because you're leading with this fear of rejection. If they reject you, they are rejecting something that you're not. And then you're going to have what if beliefs. And what if I did this better? What if I was more myself? Maybe he would have liked me if I just could have been me. I want to do over. I want to do this again. I want to do it better. And listen, you're not going to text some guy, hey, I was so nervous when I first met you. I was freaking out. Can we meet again? Can I do this over? Like, that's just weird, right? You're not going to say all that. So when there's a guy that you're interested in and you kind of, blow it by being something that you're not say they never reach out say they never show interest say they never speak to you again you can't mope around feeling bad about yourself and saying see this is why I knew I wasn't going to get with him or this is why I knew he wasn't going to like me this is why I knew I was going to be rejected I shouldn't have even bothered no 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 This is where the self-fulfilling prophecy comes into play. Imagine a circle with three different points on it. Point A at the top being your beliefs. So that being that fear of rejection or knowing, yeah, he's not going to like me or knowing it's not going to work out, whatever it might be. And then point B on the circle being the next point down is the actions that you take because of your mindset. So the way that you act is based on the way that you think. So if you think it's not going to work out, then it's a premeditated thing that triggers your behavior. So you're already acting as if it will not work out. You're already not being true to yourself because of your mindset. And then there's point C on the circle, which is the next point as you continue over. And that point is the result that you get, the reality that happens. And the reality that you're going to get is exactly what you thought. But you can turn around now and say, see, I was right. See, I knew it. No, no, no. This reality came to be because of your thoughts. So, if you would have thought at point A, of course he'll like me. Or at the very least, of course he will enjoy my company because I'm so great. I'm worthy. I'm such a funny person. I'm so enjoyable to be around. I'm likable. I'm lovable. I love life. I'm just a of great energy if you think like that then at point b that's how you will act that's how your behaviors will align and then at point c that's exactly what will happen i can't guarantee that everyone is gonna like you just by you being yourself but at the very least you'll have a better outcome than you would by operating with a negative mindset At the very least, they'll think that you're a cool person and they'll like you for you even if it's not romantic. Because the worst thing is knowing someone doesn't like you or someone doesn't want to be with you for something that isn't even true to you. And then you're over here overthinking all the ways you could have done things differently. I would rather time and time again be rejected I don't care if it's by 200 guys I would rather be rejected by every guy I've ever gone for knowing that I was myself and that just wasn't for them because then I know we're not a match and my personality and their personality just don't mesh together we just don't blend and that's perfectly okay maybe we'll end up friends maybe we'll end up acquaintances Maybe we'll never talk again, but at least I know that I was true to myself because there have been so many first dates and guys that I've met, situations that I've been in where in my gut I just had like a bad feeling and so it changed the whole way I was that night. It changed my attitude, it changed my energy, it changed the way I spoke, it changed my body language immensely my mannerisms my eye contact whenever I've been like not really myself or uncomfortable I feel like I wasn't even able to look the guy in the eye I'm like looking over his shoulder past his head like (laughs) trying to avoid eye contact and then yeah there may have been times where I've wondered what if I approached the situation differently And I'll never have the answer to that question. I'll never know. But what I do know for a fact is that they didn't reject me or they didn't dislike me. It was a version of me that truly at my core is not even me. It's a version that I've put out when I don't feel my best or when I don't feel comfortable. So it's like a guard or a shield or a defense mechanism, however you might want to refer to all those different things. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around the weight of different stressors in life, and no matter how big or small, when we keep them bottled up, it could start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's not just for those who've experienced major trauma – Therapy can even be there to just empower you to be the best version of yourself, or to also help you practice setting and enforcing boundaries too. So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist And you can even switch therapists if need be at any time for no additional charge. Therapy has never been made so easy before. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash ForTheGirls today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash ForTheGirls. We're all girls here, so I think it's safe to say we all agree that we mostly look forward to going home every day simply so we could take our bras off. We wear bras because we have to, not because we want to. But today's sponsor, Honeylove, just might be the thing that changes that for you. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that make you sweat. Honeylove has started a revolution of bras you actually want to wear. I personally started wearing Honey Love over the summer and was in shock of how comfortable I felt in their bra and shapewear. I'm a huge shapewear girly, especially for special occasions like a wedding to wear under a dress and sometimes they're just so uncomfortable, too tight. They roll down, they roll up and end up becoming more of a burden than anything else. But I felt so confident wearing Honey Love. It was a totally new experience for me and now I swear by them. So treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save twenty percent off at HoneyLove.com/slash-for-the-girls. Use our exclusive link to get twenty percent off. That's HoneyLove.com/slash-for-the-girls. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. Treat yourself to HoneyLove because you deserve it. And when I say that self-fulfilling prophecies apply to literally any topic or any category in life, it doesn't have to be exclusive to dating. I truly mean it and there's also no specific timeline or time period that this applies either because I can think all the way back to being a kid in school and telling myself that I was going to fail a test and convincing myself that I knew nothing and that everything I studied went in one ear and out the other and just really going into test taking with so much out and lack of belief in myself and what do you think happened I would fail that test because that's how I went into it already with a premeditated idea that I am going to fail that test or you could think about jobs when you're graduating college and you're trying to get jobs and you're sending tons of cover letters and you're sending your resume out everywhere and now your mindset is set on the fact that you're not going to get this job or you're not going to get the interview or if you do get the interview, you're probably not going to get it. And then what happens? Your behavior and the way that you perform is going to be affected by that and then you won't get the job or you won't land the interview. If you do get the interview, you're going to have a really hard time connecting with the person interviewing you. I want you to really, really, really think about how you can change your life if you lead with confidence in everything, every single day, really think about what's the worst that can happen. So if we use those few examples that I gave, one being dating, one being failing a test, one being getting a job. In dating, if you're super confident and you're just so embodied in who you are and you are just the best version of yourself, What's the worst that can happen? You're too much for someone? Okay, if I'm too much, then go find less. I refuse to minimize myself and make myself smaller for you. Because what is something that we already know to be true? For the right people, they'll never be able to get enough of us. For the wrong people, we'll either always be too much or not enough. So if that's the case then that's not really anything bad that could happen anyway because if I'm too much or not enough for you, then you're not the right person for me because the right person, like I said, won't be able to get enough of me. Let's think about failing a test. If you go into it with pure confidence and so much belief in yourself, I'm going to kick ass, I know it, I got it, guess what the worst thing that can happen is? You fail the test. But the worst thing that can happen when you go into it with an insecure mindset is also failing the test. So wouldn't you rather take the test with ease with a good mindset with no anxiety in your mind just pure focus and commitment and dedication to what you're doing and you're really like in a good mindset and you're feeling good about this and then you can go ahead and fail it instead of going into it, feeling like shit, sweating, super anxious, your mind is in 10 million places, you just can't get focused on this test and you fail it then? If the worst thing that can happen either way is failing, then at least fail gracefully (laughs) instead of going into it with a crazy mindset. And the same thing applies for not getting a job. What's the worst thing that can happen? The same worst thing that would happen if you went into it with an insecure mindset. So why not go into it with confidence? At the very least, you will up your chances of getting the job. Because sometimes there are people who are underqualified that are getting jobs and getting opportunities because of their confidence, because of their mindset. If you don't know, if you haven't heard me say 500 times, confidence is the transfer of belief. So if somebody walks into an interview room, underqualified, overqualified, perfectly qualified, and they have the utmost confidence and certainty that they are the person for this job, and they can provide solutions to this company's problem, and they can elevate this position and they can get the job done right. They will get hired and even if they don't, at least they operate with confidence so they'll take that energy into the next interview and somebody will eventually hire them because they are someone who knows their value and shows their value rather than someone whose behaviors are controlled by a fear of rejection and insecurity. So really think about that and think about all the recent times that things haven't worked out for you. What was your mindset going into it? Did you have a self-fulfilling prophecy? Think about your point A, your mindset. What was it? Then think about your point B, your actions and your behaviors and the way that you talk to people and the way that you treat people. What was that like? And then think about your point C. What was the result? And how did it trigger your point A? Because remember, this is a circle, it's gonna keep on going. It's like a revolving door, it's just going to keep going. Negative thoughts in your head, now they come out, now they're executed, and now that's the result. And then you tell yourself, I knew it. And the cycle begins over and over and over. Now with all that being said, I have a Dear Victoria segment that I'm going to get into that is perfect for this topic. But before I do, I actually wanted to share a Dear Victoria update that a listener sent me recently. So back in January, she sent a submission about this really great guy who's really embodied in his masculine energy and it's the first time she's been totally into her feminine energy in dating, but things stopped working out because of timing and priorities and her needs weren't being met. And I gave her advice on the situation. Well, now she sent me an update. So I want to read it for you girls. Dear Victoria, you read my submission on your January 23rd episode, Gifts Are a Love Language. And I just wanted to give an update. During our time apart, I went on other dates. I worked on my business, bought a house by myself, and started training for a half marathon. We were still in contact and would check up on each other for about four to five months. Well, about a month ago, I finally told him, that I respect that he has other priorities right now, but it's difficult for me to stay in contact with him knowing it couldn't be anything romantic and that I was going to remove myself from the situation and asked that he stopped reaching out. We had a long conversation about our needs and boundaries and after about a four-hour conversation, we decided to give it another go and it's going even better than the first time around. Wow! Wow! I think that if we didn't take that time apart, our relationship might have fizzled out early since I was still in my healing stage and he had a lot of career changes. Now we're both in such a better mental state and able to give more of ourselves to growing a relationship and I'm so happy. This is just a reminder to everyone out there to trust your timing. Either it's meant to be and will find a way or it's already served its purpose. Okay, first of all, I have the chills because yes, yes, yes. But second of all, I love this update so much. I honestly don't remember the exact advice that I gave, but it was probably something along the lines of exactly what she's saying here. I feel like we are very aligned in that. And it just goes to show exactly what I'm talking about when I say you have to maintain your energy. This guy was doing the whole... I'm too busy, blah, 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 run around. We could stay in touch, but I'm basically giving you the heads up that I can't give you what you want and I can't meet your needs. And it's very easy to then go ahead and match their energy just for the sake of having them still in your life. If she just wanted his attention and she had this fear of losing him altogether, she would have matched his energy all the way through and said, it's fine. I don't need all the time in the world. I don't need anything romantic. I just really like this guy and I don't want to blow it. I don't want to lose him. And this would have kept up forever. It would have just kept going on and on and on until somebody did exactly what she did. She reached out and said, you know what? I have boundaries. I have needs. I have values. And none of them are being respected here. And now I am going to take that initiative to uphold those things, which means this has to come to an end. And it's almost like an ultimatum in a way. I mean, not really. I don't know. Ultimatums have such a negative connotation to it, but in this case, I wouldn't say that. It's a positive way of saying, listen, you're either going to meet my needs or you're not. So either meet my needs and let's do this, or you got to go. We're not going to talk anymore. And so clearly... He's someone who sees the value in her, respects her, knows who she is, knows what she has to offer, knows her heart, and he wants that in his life. Now, if she matched his energy all the way through, then he wouldn't get to know all of those things about her. He wouldn't know how passionate she is what her true values and morals are. He wouldn't know these things about her if she did not maintain her energy. So what did I say? Maintaining your energy makes the space for the things that you want to truly align. Because when you only have space for what you really want deep down in your gut and in your core, that's all you're going to receive because you're going to block out anything that doesn't meet you there. And of course, you girls know, I always talk about divine timing. We cannot control or change the timeline that is written in the stars of our lives because we can't see it. We don't know it. It's not tangible. It's not physical. It's bigger than us. Whether that be God or the universe or whatever it is, it is so much bigger than what we can control. So they had to take some time apart And now look at what she said. It's better than it even was the first time. Everyone wants things to be like how they were. We all hope, oh, if they come back, I want things to be the same again. Fuck the same. How about if things are better than they ever were? Just like this. And that's simply because she upheld her standards. And that's why things are leveling up now. So I am super happy. That is an amazing update. But now, what I need to give advice on. Dear Victoria, first of all, I want to express my gratitude for your podcast. It is always so insightful and magnificent. About two years ago, I decided that my dream was to study in the USA. However, at that time, I was not ready. My English was A2, which basically means super beginner level. And I didn't have super impressive extracurricular activities as well. As time passed and I worked hard... I studied English for up to six hours per day and developed a consistent routine. I didn't even notice how my English became C1, which means advanced, or how I transformed my body and my mindset. I'm an official member of the European Youth Parliament, and soon I will visit nearly four countries in four months. For me, it's so crazy to make such a big set out of my comfort zone. I just feel that I have many limiting beliefs, Like if I fail or if I do not adhere to my daily routine, I will simply lose my progress. I'm scared of the inconveniences of traveling without my parents or people I know and of not doing the consistent routine that has improved me a lot. What should I do? Well, for starters, this is all a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you are going into this with the mindset of, how do I do all this alone? I need people I know around me making it easier and more convenient. Or, I'm gonna lose all my progress because I'm not on my consistent routine. That's exactly what's going to happen. What you need to understand is this. Routines don't have to be the same routine permanently for the rest of your life. You can start a new routine. And that doesn't mean this routine is lesser than the one you've already done. It's just different because you have to get accustomed to a new location. Your routine at home in one place full time is of course going to be a different routine than your routine that you have when you're on the go and when you're traveling to four different countries in four months. Now maybe it won't be easy to keep up with such a strong routine, but you can make it realistic. You don't have to have huge goals on your daily to-do list. You can have a very realistic, easy to get done type of routine. So if you want to keep studying English, like you said, part of your routine was studying it for up to six hours a day. You can cut that all the way down to two hours, maybe even one hour. You've already advanced all the way up to C1, which is an advanced level. So maybe you don't have to study as much because you were previously at A2, a very beginner level. So to get from beginner to advanced, yeah, it did call for studying four, five, six hours a day. But now you've already passed that. So you have to grow with the growth. Being that you have grown so much... Your routine and the work that you're doing has to grow with it, which means, okay, now I can make time for other things because I've already advanced in this area. I don't have to do this as much. I can now delegate or put my time onto something else and focus on what I need now. Right now, I don't need a routine that includes six hours a day of studying English. I can make that an hour or two and then I it gives me four to five hours to do something else, whatever that might be. And sure, it's easier to travel with people that you know, but look at all that you've accomplished on your own. Maybe you've had other people around you, but nobody can make you become a member of the European Youth Parliament. No one can make you have a body and mindset transformation. No one can make your English become good advanced at that point so maybe you've had people around you supporting you but you are the one who's executing the work and you are the one who's having the results so while it may be harder to keep up the work and the routine on your own nothing worth having comes easy If you want to live this amazing life that allows you to travel and explore and be free, it's going to be very hard to do that. So you have to have the mindset that's up for that challenge. So if your mindset is like, now I'm gonna lose all my progress, now I can't have a consistent routine, what am I gonna do, I'm gonna be alone, then you're not going to be up for that challenge. But you can truly do anything that you set your mind to. And whatever you think is going to happen is what will happen. So set your mind to the positive, not the negative. If your mind is set on the negative, what did I say is going to happen? Point A, B, and C. Think about it from this episode. Your mind is point A, so if it's set there, then point B is gonna have you throwing all your routines out the window. You're not going to be studying English as much or you're not going to have any routines at all or you're going to feel really bad about being alone. You're just going to have really low vibrational behaviors and actions on a daily basis and it's going to negatively affect you. And then what happens next? Point C, negative results. How are you going to have positive results with a negative mindset and a negative work ethic, or negative behaviors. Uh, uh, Uh-uh-uh. If you want point C to have that good outcome that makes you feel really good about yourself and it aligns with your growth that you have had, you have to start with point A. You have to start with the way that you talk about this. I actually have a client of mine, a confidence coaching client, who started off with me really sheltered And after we were working together for, I think, three or four months, she ended up going on a solo travel to a few different countries over like a month or two. And we were still working together. And we were doing the calls from all different countries. Every time that we spoke, one day it'd be like daylight, one day it'd be nighttime, one day it'd be the middle of the day because she was in all different countries. So everything was changing. But my point is, is that... She started off being super sheltered, and then she went on some solo travel to all different countries completely unprepared. With no one out there, she made friends, she made routines, she made the time for what she needed to do, whether that be fitness, health, working out, because you can always make the time. Even if the time isn't the same that it was at home, there's always a way to make it work because the 24 hours that we have in a day doesn't change based on what country you're in. It's all the same. So maybe your 24 hours will look different than they do at home, but with the right mindset, you'll still be able to make it work because you'll make the time. Like you said, you didn't even notice how much you have grown, how good your English became, or how you transformed your body and your mindset because you were just in the zone. You are just doing your thing. So that's what you need to do when you get there. You need to figure out what's going to be my new zone. What's going to get me accustomed to this new lifestyle? What can I do on a daily basis to still feel consistent and to still feel like I'm working on myself? And yes, that's going to look different. But just remember that different doesn't mean bad. It simply just means different. That's it. For anyone who needs any advice from me or wants to just talk about a situation, let it out, maybe you just want to spill the tea with me, just want to share a crazy story, email me. My email is victoria.forthegirlspodcast at gmail.com. Make sure that you make the subject line, Dear Victoria, because I get tons of emails and I want to make sure that I never miss a submission from a listener. I just kindly ask that you keep them As short and as sweet as you possibly can, there are so many submissions in my email that I just simply can't get to because they are so long, I think it would take a whole entire hour (laughs) going through it. So send me your submissions, dear Victoria. I will give you advice to the best of my ability and that is all that we have for today. So thank you girls so much for listening. Until next time, girls.